0: Chapter 6 of Isaac Bickerstaff. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Isaac Bickerstaff, Physician and Astrologer by Richard Steele. Chapter 6, Professional, A Case of Spleen. White's Chocolate House, October 12th it will be allowed me that i have all along showed great respect in matters which concern the fair sex but the inhumanity with which the author of the following letter has been used is not to be suffered, sir yesterday i had the misfortune to drop in at my lady hottie's upon her visiting day when i entered the room where she receives company they all stood up indeed but they stood as if they were to stare at rather than to receive me after a long pause a servant brought a round stool on which i sat down at the lower end of the room in the presence of no less than twelve persons gentlemen and ladies lolling in elbow-chairs and to complete my disgrace my mistress was of the society i tried to compose myself in vain not knowing how to dispose of either my legs or arms nor how to shape my countenance the eyes of the whole room being still upon me in a profound silence my confusion at last was so great that without speaking or being spoken to i fled for it and left the assembly to treat me at their discretion a lecture from you upon these inhuman distinctions in a free nation will i doubt not prevent the like evils for the future and make it as we say as cheap sitting as standing i am with greatest respect sir your most humble and most obedient servant j r october ninth p s i had almost forgot to inform you that a fair young lady sat in an armless chair upon my right hand, with manifest discontent in her looks. Soon after the receipt of this epistle I heard a very gentle knock at my door. My maid went down and brought up word that a tall, lean, black man, well-dressed, who said he had not the honour to be acquainted with me, desired to be admitted. I bid her show him a stool, uh, met him at my chamber door, and then fell back a few paces. He approached me with great respect, and told me with a low voice, that he was a gentleman that had been seated upon the round stool. I immediately recollected that there was a joint stool in my chamber, which I was afraid he might take for an instrument of distinction and therefore winked at my boy to carry it into my closet. I then took him by the hand, and led him to the upper end of my room, where I placed him in my great elbow-chair, at the same time drawing another, without arms, to it for myself to sit by him. I then asked him, At what time this misfortune befell him? He answered, Between the hours of seven and eight in the evening. I further demanded of him what he had ate or drink that day. He replied, Nothing but a dish of water gruel with a few plums in it. In the next place I felt his pulse, which was very low and languishing. These circumstances confirmed me in an opinion, which I had entertained upon the first reading of his letter, that the gentleman was far gone in the spleen. I therefore advised him to rise the next morning, and plunge into the cold bath, there to remain under water, till he was almost drowned. This I ordered him to repeat six days successively, and on the seventh to repair at the wonted hour to my lady Hotties, and to acquaint me afterwards with what he shall meet with there, and particularly to tell me whether he shall think they stared upon him so much as the time before. The gentleman smiled, and by his way of talking to me showed himself a man of excellent sense in all particulars, unless we within a cane-chair, a round, or a joint-stool were spoken of. He opened his heart to me at the same time, concerning several other grievances, such as being overlooked in public assemblies, having his bows unanswered, being helped last at table, and placed at the back part of a coach with many other distresses which have withered his countenance and worn him to a skeleton finding him a man of reason i entered into the bottom of his distemper sir i said there are more of your constitution in this island of great britain than in any other part of the world and i beg the favour of you to tell me whether you do not observe that you met it with most affronts in rainy days he answered candidly that he had long observed that people were less saucy in sunshine than in cloudy weather upon which i told him plainly his distemper was the spleen and that though the word was very ill-nature it was not so bad as he believed it i further assured him that his use of the cold bath with a course of steel which i should prescribe him would certainly cure most of his acquaintance with their rudeness ill behaviour and impertinence my patient smiled and promised to observe my prescriptions not forgetting to give me an account of their operation end of chapter six read by elijah fisher